0: Welcome to the It Hurts to Mom podcast. I'm Lauren Rose, and today we're talking with Dr. Elizabeth Davidson, a functional medicine practitioner who solved her chronic pain and who combines functional blood work, brain and nerve health, plant medicine, and lifestyle consulting to find the roots of what is disrupting your health. So, Dr. Davidson, you had pain that started at a very young age. Tell us about that.
1: It did. Um, I started getting migraines when I was four, And then my joint pain started when I was seven and, um, yeah, I wasn't able to walk that summer that I was seven and, uh, everything just kept going from there. So by the time I was a teenager, I was pretty much just not really functioning. I mean, I could make it through my days, but not with anything extra, you know? Um, so yeah, it was not fun. (laughs)
0: so um you talked about you you couldn't walk and you could barely function were there any other um ways that your pain and illness affected your life back then
1: well you know being being in pain all the time especially with the headaches like I had headaches every day pretty much just had a migraine from you know the time I and I had a lot of them starting when I was four. But then by the time I hit puberty, it was like just one whole So when you're in pain like that, it's, it's really hard to function as a person. Like I could, you know, go to school, I could, you know, eat and somewhat sleep. I was never a good sleeper, but, um, but I couldn't really have a social life. Like you just, it's really, it's like living in a fog, all the time, like there's just these clouds, I felt like there was always clouds between me and everyone else. So it was really difficult to have friends, to go do things. I grew up in a real small town and I remember in eighth grade, so there were five girls in my class. Um, Wow. Yeah, like really small. (laughs) And in eighth grade, all the other girls, the other four girls in my class went to a Vanilla Ice concert together and I was not invited. And that was really typical of like my social life growing up. And, you know, kids can be mean and whatever, but it wasn't just that people were being mean and excluding me. And it wasn't that I really wanted to go to Vanilla Ice concert, but, <laughs> but it was that I couldn't connect because I was just in pain. And that was, I mean, if you've been in pain, which I am pretty sure you have been, it kind of becomes your primary like what, what your life revolves around, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's hard to do much else, like past managing that and getting through your day.
0: Right, yeah, I've had chronic pain for almost 30 years and it started with migraines. I mean, near daily migraines for about 25 years. So yeah, that's, yeah, been it, it been, then it ended up with joint and body pain. So back at the time, so what were doctors doing for you to manage your pain at ages four through 10? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, when I presented with migraines at four, they told my mom it was stress and mm. to reduce stress in my life as at a four. four. Year.
0: Yeah. 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 Great.
1: Great. <laughs> um, when the joint pain started, they said it was a virus and told me to just not walk for several months as a seven-year-old. Um, They gave me a lot of antibiotics, but I had other things too. I had bronchitis a lot. I had, of course, after all the antibiotics, I'm having gut issues and skin issues and all of that, which I'm still recovering from many years later. Um, They didn't really know what to do. I mean, I, I got given some pain meds at some point, but I also have very bad reactions to pretty much any pharmaceuticals. Um, which I think is kind of typical of people who have migraines and chronic pain and stuff like that. Uh, I've seen it a lot in my clientele, but pretty much anything that's supposed to get rid of pain throws me into such horrendous pain and headache Mm -hmm. that I would rather die than take it. So, um, So it's easier, like it's less painful to just be in pain than it is to take the medications. And I do have a family history of being, um, very sensitive to, um, stuff like morphine and all of that. Like it has almost killed my mom and my grandma before. So I have to avoid wow. anything related to that.
0: <laughs> so is that why you started refusing medication at, at 10 years old? Cause of the, yeah. the reactions?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was recognizing at that point that every time I took a prescription, I felt worse and I was already feeling bad enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I did not want to feel any worse because, you know, I was, I was always trying to get better. I really was always driven in that direction and um, recognizing that something was making me feel worse. It's like, well, no, I don't care what the doctor says. Doctor doesn't live (laughs) in this body. I care about what I'm feeling and this is not helping things. So
0: what did you start doing instead when you stopped taking the pharmaceuticals did you do anything at that time when you were young
1: yeah the first thing that I uh started working with was just my diet like I don't think anyone had really called them elimination diets yet but I started doing elimination diets when I was 10 like just taking one food at a time and seeing what happened um I didn't have any huge, crazy results with that. I mean, a couple of times, like my skin issues got better or my digestion got better. It didn't really affect the pain and the headaches that much, but it was, you know, kind of the start of really looking internally at what was going on rather than externally. Cause you know, most of our medical system tends to be external. Like they, they want to diagnose something wrong with you so they can put a medication on that And call it good. Um, So that's coming from the outside in. Mm -hmm. And I recognized real young that my health was coming from the inside out. So I was always trying to like tease that out more and figure out how to support that inner well being. And the first thing I went to, yeah, was food because I mean, it seems pretty basic, right?
0: (laughs) Right. How did your parents feel about you trying alternative medicine and stopping the pharmaceuticals? hard to remember really,
1: but I did grow up in a family that was always pretty holistic. Like we grew most of our own food. We lived out in the woods, um, got a lot of fresh air. Um, We didn't have lawns. We had gardens. Um, We never had like chemical shampoos or anything. We shopped at the health food store from the time there was a health food store. Um, So I feel like I already had that mindset of you know that getting toxins out of my life like not really having those uh eating a whole whole food kind of diet and so uh and I was also like quite stubborn so it was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know they couldn't really argue with me i always like before i do anything i always have lots of reasons to back me up so even at 10 i was like I can't take these anymore because of this and, this and this and this and this and this. And I had it all listed out. So there was no like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I should have been an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> but you um, couldn't really uh, say no because I had it all reasoned out.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like alternative solutions weren't that far of a stretch from how you guys were already living anyway. So um, so what, what alternative solutions started to help you?
1: Um, I guess I had my first big breakthrough when I discovered very gentle chiropractic, um, is network chiropractic care. So there's no twisting or cracking, which if you've ever had twisting or cracking as someone who has chronic pain, probably just made you hurt more, which it sure did for me. Um, so what network chiropractic care is all about is, uh, really helping your brain and body communicate better through, um, maximizing your nerve function. That's why my email is happy nerves. <laughs> um, mm. and, uh, and so that really got me out of the the daily migraine cycle, which was such a huge deal.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: life-changing to suddenly not have them every day, you know, more like once a week rather than every day. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, so that was really big for me and that's what spurred me to then go on and get my chiropractic degree so I could do that for other people.
0: Yeah, I was about to ask if your chronic pain and illness led you to want to become a, a doctor.
1: Oh yeah, I mean my whole life has been searching for solutions to chronic illness for myself and so mm-hmm. that certainly turned into my ch- career because I wasn't really doing anything else. (laughs) So I just kept going to college, kept getting (laughs) degrees and more certifications and, um, learning how to help myself first and in turn helping others. So, yeah.
0: Great. Um, so tell us a little bit about functional medicine, what it is, why it's important, what you do.
1: Yeah. So, um, so You know, I mean, you've had some chronic pain and migraines and stuff. You know, when you go to the doctor and they see you for like 10 minutes and then they maybe look at your blood work and they tell you everything's normal and you're fine Mm -hmm. and it's all in your head or you just need to reduce stress. Um, Does that sound familiar?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and I feel like, especially as women, we get the you just need to reduce stress. It, that's where all your symptoms are coming from, and and they don't really give you any solutions. So, with holistic and functional medicine, it's more about um, actually finding the reasons for things that are going on, <laughs> and looking at your all your health as as a whole system, not just like oh, you have headaches, let's see if there's anything wrong with your head, let's do an MRI, let's take your blood work. No, oh, there's nothing wrong with your head, must be fine. (laughs) Right. Um, So it looks at the system as everything is connected and looking Mm -hmm. for actual reasons why. So like one of my certifications is as a functional blood work specialist. And I got that after becoming like the brain and nerve specialist as a chiropractor. And, and that really like fit everything together in such a cool way, because most of the time when you have your blood work read, um, all the, the numbers are in normal range. And even if they aren't, it's no big deal.
0: Right. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Um,
1: so I don't just look at the normal ranges in the blood work. I look at the relationships between the ranges between the numbers. So when you look at the relationships between the numbers, you can really unpack a lot of what is going on kind of behind the scenes in the blood work. And so what I find consistently with things like chronic pain and autoimmune disorders is that the white blood cells are showing a lot of signs of infection. And the white blood cell count, like the total count, may be normal. Lots of times it's not, lots of times it's low, or high sometimes, Um, but when you look at the different types of white blood cells, and by that, if you have any blood work, you can look this up, but neutrophils, lymphocytes, monocytes, eosinophils, and basophils, those are the five types of white blood cells. If you look at those and look at the ratios between them, you can see that there's, I mean, lots of times with autoimmune, I find bacterial, fungal, viral, and parasitic infections all going on at the same time. And so like, if you think of having all those infections, like that you're fighting all the time, no wonder you can't function like a real person. (laughs) Like no wonder you have headaches or no wonder you have joint pain. No wonder you're tired all the time. Um, No wonder, like that's, that's so much internal stress So when people say you should reduce stress, I don't think of it as reducing like your workload or your kid load or all of those things that you can't really reduce. I think of it as, oh yeah, you need to reduce the internal stress because lots of times there's so much internal stress going on with all of those infections that that's what's making you result in having stuff like chronic pain, migraines, autoimmune disorders, all of that, no matter what the diagnosis is, do you wanna hear my little rant on diagnosis?
0: I would, I would love to.
1: Okay, so diagnosis is really just a name for a collection of symptoms. And putting a name on it makes it one, easier to match a medication to it, but two, it makes, you, it, makes it easier for you to own that diagnosis. And I get that there is some relief in getting a diagnosis because mm-hmm. you finally have a name for what's going on, right. but does that name do anything for you? Most of the time mm-hmm. I would say it doesn't do anything for you because it doesn't give you the underlying cause for that diagnosis. So as a functional and holistic doctor, what I look for is the underlying cause and lots of times, no matter what the diagnosis is, The underlying cause is pretty similar for all of these things, fibromyalgia, uh, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, migraines, like you name it, it's a chronic fatigue, all of these things. It's, um, it's usually a set of infections that your body's constantly trying to fight and it shows up in your blood work. So that has become really foundational in my work to help get people well.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting because I get blood work every few months, and you know my inflammation rates are always really high, but some of my you know neutrophils and some of those are are off, and I've I've always got some things that are off, but the doctor says oh it's not a big deal like you said, and you know I, they diagnosed me with autoimmune disease. Um, I had one doctor who you know because I was like well which kind he was like well I believe all autoimmune disease is just singular, you know, I don't believe in giving it more of a specific name because autoimmune disease affects your whole body. Um, it turned out, you know, my next, I, I moved. So my next rheumatologist, um, said rheumatoid arthritis because she couldn't think of a, a more appropriate diagnosis. Um, but yeah, it's really it's really frustrating with doctors because, you know, they say everything's fine, even though things on my blood work are showing up abnormal. And I've had doctors even I've had about five or six doctors tell me, I don't even know what else to do with you. You know, we've tried everything. So I started getting into functional medicine um, a little bit several years ago. My dad became very obsessed in, you know, later in life with nutrition and holistic living and things like that. Um, So I started just looking into that. And, um, I still see regular doctors. I have an appointment with a functional medicine doctor in November, but, um, you know, it's hard to find a functional medicine doctor because most of them don't take insurance. And so then that becomes expensive. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, like you said, everything in your body is connected. It's, it's all related. So something might be wrong, you know, with, with my, you know, gut issues and I'm having migraines or joint pain or, or whatever it is. Yeah.
1: Um, I I like that one doctor said about it not being any particular autoimmune disorder, that autoimmune is systemic and that's mm -hmm. what's going on. Like that really makes a lot of sense. And, but what autoimmune is, is your body's basically fighting itself. Like it's just so overwhelmed with all those infections Mm -hmm. that it's creating more antibodies to try to fight the infections that wind up attacking you. And so like, I know one of the diagnostic criteria for some autoimmune disorders is the anti-nuclear antibody. And that's Mm -hmm. like going crazy. But then when I look at their white blood cells, I'm like, okay, but you also have bacterial, fungal, viral and parasitic infections. So no wonder your antibodies are freaking out. Wow. And so by taking care of all those infections, then, um, everything can relax and, and, uh, and in turn you get out of pain, which is so fun.
0: So why do you think, why do you think that most Western medicine doctors don't look at blood work the same way that you do?
1: You know, that is one of the big mysteries. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand a lot of thing about a lot of things about Western or allopathic medicine just because most of it is very mechanistic. It looks at, you know, pieces of your body one at a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and I again, kudos to that doctor who said that autoimmune is systemic and it's all one thing. Because that's unusual, I find. Um, and where I come from, with the chiropractic and the holistic and the functional, it's everything's vitalistic. So everything's connected. Like if your knee hurts, it could be because your gut is out of whack, and like, and that could be because you took antibiotics when you were four years old, and it threw everything off, and you never recovered from that. Like it's all a progression, and and. Also, I really, I do believe that our bodies are always doing the best they can with the information that they have. And so I, from a holistic point of view, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. Your body is just trying to survive with what it's got going on and fighting it the best it can and, and getting you through your days and getting you to do ho- hopefully most of what you need to do. But it's, it's always gonna do its best with what it has going on. So when we give it better information, when we rebuild that foundation of health, then it can do even better. And so I don't look at symptoms as being something wrong. I look at it as kind of like the check engine light on your car, you have a symptom, then you wanna check out like what's going on behind that. So if it was your car, check engine light comes on, what would you do?
0: Check your engine.
1: Yeah. You take it to the mechanic, have them run that computery thing and figure out what's Mm -hmm. going on. But so many times when you go to a doctor, if you have a symptom, they're like, okay, well, let's cover up that symptom with a medication. And really that's akin to putting a piece of duct tape over the check engine light. (laughs) And It doesn't get you anywhere. And then of course, when you cover that up, then more problems are going to happen. If you cover up your check engine light, then something's going to be, you know, if it's a sensor that's off, then that's going to throw off like your exhaust system probably, and so on until your car's just broken. And it's the same if you cover up, like, oh, you have joint pain. Let's put you on tramadol. Okay, but then you covered up that symptom, so now you don't have the the check engine anymore. So what what else is going to get thrown off from there? Mm -hmm. And then plus, of course, medication, those are always really rough on your body. So,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, My dad was, my dad was always obsessed and he got me to, you know, start asking my doctors like, well, what's, what's the cause, right? What is it that is causing, you know, my joints to hurt or my muscles to hurt or my migraines? He was very you know, obsessed with just the root cause. And so he got me to start asking that question. And most of the time doctors just say, well, we're not really sure, we don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I know (laughs) and I can find it. I can show you how to find it. And um, that's one of the things, so I recently created an online course and one of like the first module is all about teaching people to read their own medical records from a functional point of view so that you have that power and then and then you can help yourself like anytime you get a new blood draw or whatever you can you know what to look for so you have more power when it comes to either talking with your doctor or, or just knowing what's going on and of course then you can help your family too which is pretty nice
0: <laughs> yeah that's all that's awesome Um, so what advice would you give people who are struggling to improve their chronic pain and illness?
1: Um, well, I guess the first thing is that whatever you think is going on with your body, you're right. And don't let any doctors Mm -hmm. tell you that you're wrong because myself and then pretty much everyone I've worked with, or even talked to about chronic illness, They've gone to so many doctors who have just kind of dismissed what's going on. Or like like we were talking about earlier, the, oh, you're normal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like, but this and this and this. Like, yeah, well, nothing's showing up, so you're normal. So trust yourself because you know your body better than anyone. You live in it 24 seven. And if you feel like something is happening and your doctor just dismisses it, get another opinion. And also if you feel like there's something that you want to try to get well, whether it be something nutritional or go see a functional medicine doctor or whatever it might be, if you feel it's really right for you, do it because you're right. And we are all, um, we're all very intuitive and we tend to brush that under the rug because we're not taught to believe in it. I also took a, a very long Clairvoyance course, and so
0: mm-hmm.
1: the one of the biggest things I got out of that was um, that we are all intuitive, and we know on a deep level what is going on, and and who we can trust, and how we can get help. And so don't ever second guess that. Do get another opinion, especially if you don't like the answers that you're getting or the treatment that you're getting. Uh, that is super important. So yeah.
0: Those are-
1: of my top tips.
0: (laughs) That's great. I went to, to my primary care doctor, um, an old one that I don't see anymore. And I had a list of symptoms. I mean, it was probably 20 symptoms of just things that were not normal for me. And she completely dismissed me and said, Oh, those are all just from your depression. And then I ended up going to a rheumatologist found out I had autoimmune disease. And I mean, I was, I was, Pretty. I was already upset that she dismissed me, and you know she didn't even read all my symptoms. She just kind of glanced through them and just brushed it all off to depression. And so, yeah, it it gets really frustrating (laughs) dealing with Western medicine doctors. It
1: breaks my heart. Just I've heard that so many times. It's either your depression Mm. or your anxiety, and Mm. I've heard it, you know, for myself, and then for pretty much everyone I've ever worked with has been Mm. brushed off like that. Like, I don't understand. Like, having been through medical school and the things that you learn there, I don't understand how you can just do that and then brush people off like that. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm really sorry that that happened yeah. to you, too, because, um, but you're not alone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily it kind of like you, like I knew it wasn't just my depression. I mean, I've had depression for years and then all these things were new. So I I knew in my gut that it was something else. So, you know, definitely, you know, trust yourself. And, you know, a couple of years ago when my doctors just didn't know what to do with me and I was getting worse, um, that's when I decided, okay, I've got to take my health into my own hands. And so I've been, you know, trying different things and I go kind of, in in waves with um nutrition and you know functional medicine doctors like i had a great one and then he moved you know 45 minutes away so I'm trying to find another one but i definitely agree like we know our bodies and we know what's normal you know baseline for us and you know doctors can be so intimidating and dismissive and a lot of times when you go to them with information that you've found on the internet <laughs> or you know elsewhere they just kind of roll their eyes like you know we don't know what we're talking about You know, it's like, but if I have a diagnosis, I'm going and doing my research and, you know, here's, you know, something from the alternative world that says, you know, my, you know, stomach acid, for instance, isn't high, it's actually low. And that's why I'm having, you know, acid reflux and, um, and they just, they dismiss that a lot. So that's definitely frustrating.
1: (laughs) Which isn't really even alternative, just what you just said about the stomach acid. I mean, that's, that's how it works. That's science. (laughs) It's right, right there. It's it's like proven. It's um yeah. yeah, that's frustrating. So that's one of the reasons that I created my course is because I see the future of medicine, particularly for people like us. Like, do you really want to go to any more appointments in your life? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not really.
1: So I created this course because appointments, they take a lot of time and energy and money and all of that. Um, you don't get a lot of results. And I really see the future of our kind of care is being at home and self-driven because we're not getting the help we need from the doctors. And functional medicine doctors, yeah, they're hard to find. So I wanna bring holistic medicine into the home. so I created this course so that you you can see exactly what your medical records are telling you, what your blood work is saying. And then, so the first the first module is all about that. It's discovery, discovering what's actually going on. Um, I teach you how to read those white blood cells, find those infections, um, and, and a bunch of other things in there too. And then, so you can reset your whole foundation of health is the next module, which gives you um, supplement protocols. I don't think supplements should necessarily be used long-term, but these are very focused um, like three-month protocols to give you a jumpstart into getting rid of infections and boosting your cellular well-being in lots of ways. So supplement protocols, um, various just things like tips on how to actually get your water hydrating you, because <laughs> a lot of it is not hydrating us. Um, we're just drinking it and stressing out our kidneys. Um, <laughs> And so all kinds of just small shifts that you can make throughout your day that are really simple to help reset and rebuild that foundation. And then the third module is all about maintaining that. So stuff like lifestyle, mindset, household tips that um, can maintain any, all the progress that you've made and keep that foundation of health strong in your life so that you and your family members can you know, benefit from it. For a lifetime,
0: so it's amazing. Um, so, uh, where can, can we? No, <sighs> oh, I love it. Um, where can we find more information about your course and about you?
1: Um, probably the easiest is just to go to my website. It's drelisabethdavidson.com. dr Elizabeth with a Z, Davidson with both the D's, um, dot com. And um, on there, you'll uh, you'll be able to sign up for my mailing list, which I don't send a lot of stuff out, but when I do, it's really good. And um, you'll also have the opportunity, you can uh, schedule a free consult with me to learn more. Uh, You can find, if you go to the, what page is it? I don't know, well, if you go to my blog, then there's a lot of information in there and links to my YouTube channel. Um, that's also on the top of my website. And then there's, um, another page that has my course and information about that and how to sign up for it. Um, so yeah, there's that, that kind of reaches everything. Um, it also has links to my Instagram where I post a lot of things. So that has a lot. And, and if you just want a conversation, happy nerves at Gmail is my email. So feel free to use that too. Um, but you can schedule it on my website.
0: So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been really interesting and exciting to hear that there are other options besides what we're just being told at the doctor's office.
1: There are, and and they really work. And it's not like uh, it's not like it's going to take you know five years to get you feeling better. Most people who use my protocols feel better within a month. Wow! One of my most recent um, people that I was working with. That I am working with, uh, she's in stage four kidney failure, oh. and looked at her blood work, tons of infections, all of that. And I had uh, a check-in with her a couple weeks ago after she'd been on, she'd been working my protocol for about three and a half weeks, and she was feeling so much better. She was like jubilant. She was so <laughs> happy, and we barely scratched the surface, but all, already feeling so much better just within a few weeks. So there is hope and it doesn't have to take a long time there. It's, it's not hard to reset everything so that you function better and regain your health. And then, and then for those of us who have kids too, I always like giving people hope that your kids don't have to follow that. Like genetics are mm-hmm. a thing, sure, but you have to have the right environmental um, factors in order for those gen- genetics to express. you're more curious about that read biology of belief by Bruce Lipton. Awesome. Okay. Uh, But uh, I have a 14 year old daughter and she's never had a headache. She's never had pain. She's never had depression at 14. I was suicidal her at 14. Mm. She's happier than she's ever been. And she tells me that almost every day. So there is hope and we can change the lives of The generations, you know, this doesn't have to keep happening. We can shift that, and um, our kids and grandkids and everyone else can be a lot healthier and happier.
0: That's amazing. I'm gonna have to check all that out because my daughter's already got migraines at nine and headaches multiple days a week. She's got severe anxiety, just like I do, and so of course I worry that she's gonna have depression like I do and chronic pain like I do. So this is very hopeful to me to you know know that they're. Or resources out there that can help. So I definitely yeah. want her to have a, a better life than I did. Yeah. Or let's I do
1: let's her life. I'll be happy to help.
0: However <laughs> <I can. laughs> awesome. Thank you. And yeah. you can check me out at it hurts to mom.com and at it hurts to mom on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Have a blessed day.